And here we go. We're starting another podcast. Uh, this is the Dreaded Challenger. This is the Joined- Angry Challenger. Yes, he is. And we are the new challengers, and we are coming at you today with a, with a fresh new pod yes, podcast. Yes, that's what we do. We do that. We are doing that. And uh, today, we're going to go off the beaten path. Um, we're not it's, – it's a subject that um, – Angry and I are pretty stoked about, pretty, uh, pretty interested in, but it's not something you think uh, when you think about fighting games or what we do. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to be talking about fitness, as in physical fitness, and how it relates to fighting games, gaming in general, and your quality of life as a competitive gamer. Yeah, uh, it's pretty near and dear to Dreaded and my own heart because... If you all don't know, we were both in the military, and, you know, physical fitness is very important in the military. and It's your job, pretty much. And as I got out of the military, and even before, you know, I was doing martial arts and all that, I didn't realize it till later. Once I kind of fell off the fitness track, physical fitness is very important for competitive gaming and remaining competitive. So I think... Uh, Adreaded and I can share our experiences, you know, trying to get fit and the differences we've seen uh, in our struggles, as it were, as well as how it's improved our game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, To give my history, uh, like you said, we were both in the military. You know, I started off with some high school athletics, played a little bit of football, a little bit of basketball. Then uh, during college, uh, you know, I started working out with a roommate. Nothing too serious. Just trying to, you know, I guess, impress the ladies. Uh, it wasn't until in, uh, I got into the Army that, you know, fitness became like a regimented thing where you had to do it. One of the things I noticed is that I actually enjoyed it. Once you actually get to the point where you have to do it and, and you push yourself and you're just pushing the limits of your own fitness, uh, you start to get used to it. And, of course, uh, after the Army, you know, as most soldiers do, you let it drop off a little bit. And then you think to yourself, wow, this isn't the uh, – this isn't the optimal version of myself. I want to get back into it. I want to get back to, to my levels uh, that I was previously. So, you know, now uh, fitness is something I do for my own self as I get older, trying to, trying to maintain. But uh, it's something I really enjoy. And like I said, we're going to bring it back to fighting games. Because the main thing that we're going to be, just, just the main point we want to make about fitness and being a gamer is that you can handle stress, physical stress and mental stress so much better when you're in shape, when you have a level of fitness. We're not, we're not, we're not talking about being professional athletes here. We're not talking about running marathons. We're talking about just being fit to a level where your lack of fitness is not going to be a liability when you are concentrating. You're going to a first to ten and your mind starts blanking. Or, or your, your posture starts slumping, your back starts aching, and you start dropping things or not thinking clearly because uh, the stress is getting too much to you. Yeah, stress is, uh, produces what, cortisone? Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Uh, you, you talk, tell them about your little degree there for real quick, what you studied there. Oh, shoot. I wasn't, I wasn't going to bring it up, but uh, when I was in college, I studied uh, biomedical science. Okay, so that can help a little uh, bit here. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go undergo stress, both emotionally, you know, and mentally, 
uh, your body releases a hormone called cortisone, which puts stress on your body. When you put stress on your minds and your emotions, it wears on your body. I don't know if you've ever if you've ever been through like an exam or like a, one of those you know long tests or like an entrance exam or something like that. It's all mental. You're you're just sitting there. Yes. But at the end of that test, you're tired. You are just drained. You're drained. The stress of it emotionally, like you're worrying if you know you did well because your brain is working really hard, and that's burning calories. And those cortisols are, are putting stress on your system, your heart, your lungs, your, your central nervous system, your autonomic nervous system, and your muscles. Is it converting the glycogen in your muscles into, into glucose for your brain? Um, so all of that's happening, and everybody's got a specific uh, load for stress where eventually your, your physical and mental capacities are, are going to start, start getting limited. You can't think as clearly. Things start, you, you know, your brain starts getting a little fuzzy, uh, and you feel tired. You, your muscles start to ache, and you start to slouch, uh, and all those things. And as it relates to fighting game, that's that's not what you want when you're trying to, you know, deal with the pressure of a thousand abukis coming at you in first attempt. Yeah, this is this is very true. And I want to add something to that. When you are stressed out before, like let's say that you're in a tournament environment, this is the big difference between playing single player, playing online, playing with your friends, and playing in a tournament setting. People wonder why, when they play single player, why they can't hit the combos they do when they're playing their friends, or they wonder why when they play their friends offline, they just can't have the same reactions they have when they're playing someone else in a different setting. It's that stress. Now, how your body adapts to stress, that depends on person to person. Can you gear your body and prepare yourself so that you can deal with stress more easily? Yes. Yes, of course you can. I mean, that's, that's part of the whole deal. That's kind of what we want to talk about today. The fact of the matter is, some people, they get stressed out. You get shaky. For instance, I went to a tournament at a uh, convention when I was in the, in the military, and I didn't eat for much of the night and most of the morning. And what ended up happening was I, I had the shakes. And even though I was clearly better than the person I was playing because I was winning, I dropped some stupid combos. They got the, the comeback, and they won. As it turns out, that guy that beat me went on to win the tournament because somebody else's controller didn't work and some other things happened. And I, I regretted that. I did. Oh, man. That was the stress of the tournament, and I hadn't been eating right. I felt it, and I lost. I just couldn't do it. And I was getting angry because my friends were behind me asking me, what's going on? Why are you doing that? You know, they saw that I wasn't my normal self. So... Yeah, stress has a, a very big impact on how you perform, whether that's gaming, going to work, anything. That's why physical fitness is extremely important. Now, I, I don't know all the scientific bases that you know, Dreadit might know from my own personal experience playing in tournaments or actually participating in a martial arts tournament is you can psych your, when people say you psych yourself out, you can stress yourself out before you even start performing. And when that happens, you're not going to perform as well as you would have normally. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's because of a couple different factors. And I'm going to keep going back to the uh, example that Angry gave you about when he was at that tournament. Like we talked about, the, the first thing we were talking about is that cortisol, which is the hormone that, that is released when you're stressed. 
if you are not used to putting stress on your body and meaning if you're not used to working out, when you work out, you, you're putting stress on your body and then your body reacts to it and it gets used to it, whether running or lifting or doing calisthenics or whatever, your body's used to dealing with that and metabolizing that quickly. So the load that you can take from cortisol itself is greater and is expanded when you're in shape. If you live a, a sedentary lifestyle, you don't move around very much. Uh, the cortisol can build up and then the stress, you know, in the long run, um, what's that's going to do is it's going to negatively impact your, your metabolism. You're going to feel more tired. You're going to gain weight. Uh, and in the short term, you're, like I said, you're going to have decreased focus and, you know, reaction times. Another thing that Angry brought up is that when he was at the tournament, uh, he didn't eat well and he had the shakes. Basically what that is, is your brain takes up a lot of resources. It, it feeds off of glucose. And when your blood sugar gets low, when you're doing something strenuous or you're doing a lot of strenuous thinking or stress, you know, and the cortisol builds and your body has to metabolize it and burn that energy to deal with that stress, you deplete your stores. Now, energy that we use, you know, everyday energy is stored up in a form called glycogen, which is stored up in your muscles. So that's why uh, lean muscle mass is important. Uh, and once once you've kind of exhausted that, all that, that energy, and you know, you're running on empty, and then your blood sugar starts to dip, that negatively affects your, your motor nerves and, and your central nervous system. And then you get that shaking feeling. It's because your nerves are off because your nerves need that energy to function correctly. And then, of course, you know, if you have shaky hands, you're not going to be holding that stick right. You're not going to be pressing those buttons right. Your brain's not going to be working. You're going to be dropping combos. And then the final thing that he mentioned was getting psyched out. Now, that's mental. And that's definitely a mental part of your game that you're going to have to sharpen is getting used to that emotional state of that stress and the anxiety that comes with, with something as high stakes as a you know, fighting game tournament. But uh, what happens a lot is, you know, you go out there, you do a couple matches and you get this incredible surge of adrenaline, which is your body's way of handling extremely uh, important or stressful situations. It heightens your, your reaction time. The, the adrenaline is important in certain situations. You know, it, uh, it ups your heart rate. It increases the blood flow to your muscles. Your eyes dilate. But it, at the end of that adrenaline, you have an adrenaline crash and you get that dump and then you psych yourself out. And when you come off of that adrenaline, you get that low. And that's not what you want to be having. And that's, what, uh, that's what's referred to as a psych out. Because then you come off of that adrenaline and then you will feel extremely fatigued. Uh, and then all of that, all of those effects will reverse. And, and that's that psych out. So if you're not in shape and if you're not fit, your body won't be able to handle all of those situations. Yeah, I think we want to call that a psych out based on injustice. Let's call that the Bane effect. The Bane effect, yeah. The Bane effect. The one thing, especially if you want to try to be good with that low tier character, (laughs) you don't want to be pressing the Venom button immediately at the start of the match. You just like, just jam on that Venom button. You're going to be awesome for about 10 seconds. And then after that 10 seconds, you're going to have a 25% health decrease you're going to be about 30% slower, and you're going to lose the match. You're going to so, lose that match. Yeah, that's the, that's the Venom effect. That psych out right there. Don't do it. So what you need to do in order to avoid that is to 
be able to handle stress, be able to handle your, your mental and, and uh, emotional uh, responses. And a great way to do that is by working out. Yes. Fitness, a lot of people, a lot of gamers, and people that look at gamers, uh, I don't like using the term gamer, honestly, because what does it really mean? But a lot of people who play games and don't play games, they either think that fitness really isn't a part of competitive gaming because they always imagine, you know, the slovenly guy sitting around playing World of Warcraft eating a dozen pieces. Okay, yeah, that we've, we've seen that before. I'm sure we've all know that one dude. But if you look at a lot of the top professional pl- fighting game players and in, even in the PC fighting game world with, say, or I'm sorry, PC gaming world such as like League of Legends, Dota, etc., those people generally aren't overweight. And I'm not saying that they're in shape, but they're probably not what you'd imagine your stereotypical guy that plays video games all day long looks like. To use Daigo Umahara as an example, he runs. He runs a few miles. That's what he does. He, he stays. He is a runner. And he commented in his book and on his blog that fitness was very important to him because he wants to be physically and mentally strong. I believe it was, uh, I was watching a video of maybe Mago and a bunch of guys. They were in a gym and they were all working out. And no, these guys aren't huge. These guys aren't like bros or anything like that. But they're in much better shape than you'd probably guess. And they perform well. Now, we have guys like Flo. Flo is a big guy. He's also known for choking. Now, I'm not going to say that's because of the fact that he's overweight. And I'm not going to say that if he wasn't overweight, if he was fit, that he wouldn't choke as often. But I think there might be a correlation there. Uh, Justin Wong, he's known for the, uh, his Wong factor, his comeback factor. I think he's one of the exceptions, but he's not the rule. Definitely one of the exceptions. He yeah. is not the rule. Justin Wong is a very consistent player. He can come back in the clutch. And he's known for that. But be mindful, constantly coming back in the clutch, that should tell you something. Well, I'm not going to talk about the abilities of Justin Wong. They speak for themselves, but... Uh, yeah, he's... Oh, man. That dude's good. That probably, that probably has to do with the fact that he has been playing fighting games for almost longer than anybody. So it's probably a lot mental and emotional with him, like... Yeah, he's seen it all. He's done it all. He's won the Evos. You know, he was on the he was on the on the bad end of 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 the uh, Evo thirty seven. Yeah. I don't think anything can phase him. Other other fit guys, eight hundred one Strider, who got second place to CEO this year. You know, he says he works out. You can see he's probably one of the fitter dudes. Um, but it's it's very hard to see competitive fighting game players out there. There are a couple, but for the for the most part. Uh, you're gonna, they're gonna be slim, and I'm not saying you have to be slim or that you know there's a certain body type associated with it. But as we said, uh, physical activity lends itself as an advantage. And going back to what you were saying about Justin Wong, it's uh, an emotional thing, a mental thing for him. If you can kind of mentally prepare yourself for stress, it's kind of like meditation exercises and things like that your body can get used to stress and perform better under stress. That being said, not everybody else has that mental fortitude that Wong might have to 
fight whatever physical limitations he has and just make it mental. Being fit will help you deal with stress. If you at a base level can deal with stress better than someone else who might be a little bit better than you, you might beat them. I know I've, when I was not working out as often and playing, Dreaded will beat me in longer sets. I know that if I play a set too long with him, he's going he's gonna to beat me. Now, Dreaded has better fundamentals than me. He's got better combos, all that. But I don't when, know about that. When we play together, we kind of know each other. So I can get some Ws off of him because we know how each other we play. But I know for a fact that if we're doing a first to five, and we get to that ninth match, I'm probably going to lose that tenth match because I'm just tired and I'm done and I'm pushed to the limit. Other people I've played, I can tell they start strong. It's like sprinting. They start strong. They're ready to go. I'm right behind them. They start getting tired. They start making mistakes, and then I start winning, and I can consistently keep winning in the long run, long, the long run because I've been training more. I've been running more. I'm in better shape. So it's noticeable. Yeah. It, it's, I don't have a really it is. control for it, but it's something I, I've seen. And Dreaded and I play with a lot of military types, so you can you can see those guys playing for hours and keeping the same level of performance. I don't see that as much, you know, playing some of my civilian friends. They get they get mentally tired, they wanna That's true. We've out. seen We've seen uh, some individuals play hours and hours of high-level Tekken without drop-offs of their level of, of ability in Tekken. Um, and I've felt it before. I mean, I, you know, it, it's just having that endurance, keeping up that mental alertness for that long. It's like drive. Have you ever driven? I live in Texas. So, like, driving to the other side of Texas. Like, yeah, let's, let's just drive up to Oklahoma real quick. Let's just drive up to Wichita Falls. And you like drive for like five hours straight and that feeling that you get afterwards, it's mm-hmm. kind of like that. It's, you've been sitting there. You haven't been doing any like active thing, but it's, ha- it's having that endurance of mind and your eyes because your eyes are burning energy because they're, they're working just as hard as your fingers are. You, your eyes are always going back and forth trying to, trying to look at the right thing. And, and in that turn, that's working out your brain. And, and it all goes back to you know, how's your endurance? Uh, at the end of like a first to 10, are your eyes starting to glaze over? If you feel like your eyes are starting to glaze over and you're just kind of having this this wide focus on the screen and you're not really, you know, focusing into your to your spacing, if you're not really looking where you need to look uh, at what your opponent's doing, but you kind of have like a glazed over look, you're not going to be able to judge what's going on in the fight. And that that's how people get after a while. They, their Their eyes are tired. Um, their brain is tired and, and they're not focused. And and then that's when usually the fitter opponent takes advantage. Yeah, it's and it's not just exercising. It's practice, you know, practicing under duress. It's physical fitness. It's your nutrition. Watch what you eat. If you go to an event, try to eat something a bit healthier and, and stay hydrated. And you'll probably notice a difference. Yes, caffeine will keep you awake. And I know that at those conventions and at those big events, you're just downing monsters like crazy. But I would like to ask everyone who does that to just try eating healthy a couple weeks before an event, staying hydrated and working out. And then tell me, you know, message us here at the New Challenges. Tell us how you feel. 
you know, tell us if you felt less stressed out during the competition, if you did better, if you, you hit combos you normally drop, things like that, because it makes a huge difference. Not having the right fuel in your body, you'll feel it. I know that I feel it when I go off of my diet. When I, I'm on a fairly strict diet out here and I try to eat healthier, and when I go back home and I stop eating like that, I feel like I'm dragging and I can't stay awake and I just feel weak. Just gotta get yeah. put the right stuff in you and you've gotta practice and you've gotta get that get out there and get it. Now as for we're talking about exercising a lot, people ask, Well, what do I do? How do I get in shape? What do I eat? There's a lot of cool things and websites out there. I mean, uh, the other day, Dreaded and I were talking about this, a Gamer Fit Nation site. Looks pretty cool. You know, s some of the articles are uh, questionable in quality. But They're kind of out there. I like the The idea. concept is there. The concept is there, and it's, it's a very good, strong concept. Anybody can go onto YouTube and look up, you know, simple exercises they can do. You can go online, do, do your research. The amount of effort you put into something, that's what you're going to get out of it. If you don't want to put forth the effort to get somewhere, you're not going to get there. It's just that simple. Absolutely. Uh, I do have some suggestions for, for exercises, okay. uh, specifically for gaming. Uh, you know, as you're sitting there in your chair with your stick looking at a screen, we said most of the stress is mental and, 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 and not so much physical, but... Uh, something that is important is your posture as you're sitting there. You don't want your, you don't want your shoulders to slump because that will you know, decrease the blood flow to your arms and to your heart. You, know, you want to sit up straight. You want to you uh, uh, sit in a, in a posture that is alert. So having correct posture takes uh, strong uh, back and core muscles. So you definitely want to make sure you're targeting your core uh, just you know, with some crunches or some planks and focus on your back so that you have correct posture. A lot of people, you know, they focus more on the, the, the front portion of their body. They, they want the biceps and they want, you know, the pecs and the, the abs. But don't forget the back too so that you're standing up straight with your shoulders back in a relaxed uh, 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 posture. Because having correct posture will actually go very far in, uh, in decreasing your stress levels. Because when you slouch and your shoulders are forward and your chest is concave, cortisol more easily builds you know, in your body. So, so having your, your shoulders back and your back straight and having correct posture, especially while you're gaming, that helps out. And there's a lot of exercises that you can look up to specifically target that and help you with that. Of course, uh, what I like to do, I, I like to jog. Um, so some, some sort of, uh, steady cardio, at least for, you know, 30 minutes every once in a while, it really helps with that long term getting your body used to being in a state of, of, you know, heightened uh you know heart rate uh for an extended period of time you start getting used to being in that state for longer and uh, getting toned muscles is important because then you can uh, increase the uh, energy stores that you have in your muscles so that gives you more endurance i would say that watch your nutrition watch what you eat i think we all know that sitting around eating cheetos is probably not a good idea and yeah. never drinking water is probably not a good idea. And yes, only drinking fruit juice, also not a good idea. Fruit juice has a lot of sugar. No, no, in it. no. So Wash that sugar. How about just eat some fruit every once in a while if you want something sweet? Drink a little water. Watch what you eat. Try to eat healthier every, every yeah. once in a while. You don't have to run. 
I know running's not good for people who are bigger. So, right. you know. There's other other forms. Yeah, just walking. <laughs> walk. But get on a bike if you if you have one. If you have an exercise bike, great. If you don't, well, see if you can join a local gym. Don't have a gym, no problem. If you have stairs, walk up your stairs, you know. Do a, do some like, all kinds of things. Bench, all okay. kinds of things. And there's so many more resources available to you now than you know. Just uh, just take the time to look it up. I do want to, you know, you brought up the nutrition Specifically, I want to talk about nutrition at a tournament. Let's say you go to a con. You, you want to get ready for this con and, and or instead of a convention like a real actual tournament. A lot of times these tournaments last all day or all weekend. If it goes from like Friday to Sunday, that's a, like an like a extreme tournament or whatever. Or let's just say you, know, you go to Acon in Dallas or you know, what have you, New York Comic Con and they have a tournament. I mean, I have this problem when I go to cons anyway, that food's hard to get to come by. And a lot of times I will be walking around paying attention to everything around me, but I won't be paying attention to what I eat. And then it's and then when it's actually time to eat, what's available to you at these cons? Fast food or food trucks. And I want to warn you, eating heavy before gaming is just gonna slow you down. Because if you got some fried chicken in your gut before getting up to this tournament, your fingers are going to be greasy. There's going to be grease flowing through your veins. And your body has to, has to take so much time and energy to digest all of those, those, those fatty acids and all of those, those uh, fats and carbs. Uh, and that's going to slow you down for a long time. So my suggestion is if, you're gonna, if you know you're going to be there and you know you're going to be gaming and you know that there's not going to be a lot of food, bring some food with you. Uh, have, have a big old a healthy breakfast, uh, some complex carbohydrates, some oatmeal uh, in the morning, and then bring some some really healthy snacks with you. You know, some granola bars or whatever. Whenever you're feeling, whenever you're feeling hungry, you know, recharge on something healthy uh, before you go up there and game. Don't don't go up there and, and with a with a belly full of you know Big Macs. Yeah, I like that's that's a surefire way to not be at your best. I carry just a protein bar, a banana, a bottle of water. Yeah. yeah. And you, another thing you mentioned earlier, and I don't want to, you know, get myself in trouble because a lot of people are sponsored by Monster Energy drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they come and shut us down. <laughs> the, so when you drink an energy drink, specifically one with lots of sugar, when you just dump a bunch of raw sugar into your system, your body has to respond with insulin to uptake that sugar into your system. It might give you a momentary burst of energy and, and brain sugar, but after that, you're going to crash, and it's not going to be healthy for you. Also, those energy drinks dehydrate you. Yeah. The caffeine the caffeine will dehydrate you. Having that much sugar in your bloodstream will suck the water right out of your system, and you will be dehydrated, which will decrease your concentration as well. Yeah. It's best to stick with water, and if you need some a form of caffeine, do one that doesn't have sugar in it. Uh, you won't have that crash uh, nearly as bad as with, as with the, the loaded up sugar drinks. Yeah, nibble on a little bit of dark chocolate every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, a, me... just enough of a pick-me-up to, to get you going. Nothing that is going to crash or weigh you down. Yeah, and let me add something to that. Uh, I see a lot of people at conventions make their convention to-do list conventions tournaments whatever you're traveling unless you're an athlete 
don't be down in Gatorade constantly, all right? Even when I'm working out, working out hard and really getting out there and getting it, like running a 5K, like when I was running 5Ks every weekend, ultimate Frisbee twice a weekend, hitting the gym, I mix half water, half Gatorade because there is a lot of sugar in that. Absolutely a ton of sugar. And I know that the whole point of Gatorade is to replace uh, your electrolytes. But here's the thing. Us Americans, we like our sodium. Sodium's an electrolyte. Basically, Gatorade is salted sugar water. I mean, you know, they got some potassium in there, but eat a banana. We, you know, in our diet, we don't usually have a shortage of electrolytes. That only happens if you're out on the field in football and you're just just eliminating sweat on an hourly basis. If you're if you're sweating buckets and buckets and buckets of sweat, yes, you need electrolytes. But like like you know, Angry said, you're you're drinking a lot of sugar with that, and uh, and that could spell doom. Yeah, and I know some people don't like water, so they like add things to it. Okay, if you're gonna use little drink packets, that's fine. Whatever, just lighten up on them a little bit, and realize that you're you're just adding something that might weigh you down want to throw some lemons in your water or whatever hey go ahead knock yourself out but just be very careful what you put in yourself because if you're not already not fit and you're using bad fuel don't be surprised when you crash if you want to have that energy like we do when we're freaking out as a valet's key and peel <laughs> then you're going to need to watch what you eat and do a little exercising on the side and it doesn't matter where you are i know dreaded he works a lot he was taking care of his kids, you know. He's still out there getting it. You just got to look at your time, time manage, and get it. I'm lucky I have a couple gyms near where I'm living out here overseas, so, in the free. Yeah. So I tip, do that. tip to all you urban gamers that may or may not commute to a downtown area. There's not a lot of running trails or whatever, and it might be 100 degrees outside. Parking garages are surprisingly shaded and, and breezy. Uh, so that's what I do on my lunch break. I just run run around you know, inside of a parking garage. Uh, always go against the flow of traffic so you're not, you know, uh, so you can, no, seriously, so you can actually see the cars coming so you can yeah. dodge them. I mean, yeah. that's just, that's just, that's just little, that's, that's for free. That's a little thing here. But, but just be con- creative. If you're working in an office, there's things you can do. There's back file rooms you can do push-ups in. You know, there's boxes that you can lift. You know, just take a 15-minute break. Get away from your playstation for a second you know knock out some crunches do you know do something get you active yeah have you, hey uh dread you've seen that stephen king movie with the author that gets kidnapped no fill me in the woman she she captures him and keeps him sick by poisoning him and he just ends up lifting his typewriter <laughs> to try to get in shape so that's pretty funny and pretty hard oh. to the movie it's called misery the movie's called Misery. The novel's called Misery. And, uh, yeah, he lifts his typewriter and stuff to exercise on the side so he can be strong enough and he can make his escape. It's, I'm not going to wow. sit here and advocate Misery because it's a miserable movie. And I did, but it's kind of depressing sometimes. All right. And horrifying. But you know yeah. what, though? Fitness will help you not be miserable. And you know what, man? We care about you as gamers, but we care about you as individuals as well. Yes. A fitter you is a better you. Yes, indeed. The future you is the best possible you. And everything you do today is a means to an end. If your end is being out of shape, uh, that's, that's, I don't want that to be my end. That's for sure. So yeah. my recommendation to you all is go out there, 
try to eat a little bit better and try to get fit. I'll post some links in the description for Gamer Fit Nation and, you know, our page and all that, like we usually do anything we reference today. But uh, is there yeah. anything else you want to add to this discussion here, Dreddit? Oh, man. Hey, listen. We're here for you. We like we like putting out this pod, and we also have you know we're resources are ourselves. If you have any questions, or you know need any suggestions on on how to get started, if you have, if you aren't started, or or anything that you want to do to add to your your regiment, just just hit us up in the comment. We'll get we'll get to you. Yes. Uh, we would be more than happy to help you out. Now off to our third segment here. We got our introductions. We got the meat. Can we talk a little bit about Dengoku, Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax real quick? Yo, it's coming out. October 6th, sir. In the States. Yes. In the States. Yes, it is. Man, um, my boy Angry and I were very fortunate enough to have a taste of this little gem of a fighter in all of its Japanese glory. We were at Ushikan up in Round Rock, Texas uh, earlier this year, and I found it to be delightful. Yeah, the game's a lot of fun. I actually I imported it overseas. I play it on my uh, my PlayStation. It's region free, so if anybody wants to do that, they can. You can go to PlayAsia or wherever and go pick it up. But I got to say that I'm excited that it's being localized and brought out here in the States. You see, it's uh, a lot of famous anime and, and Sega characters all in one arena fighting each other. It's pretty cool. There's a, there's a Sonic stage in there, too. It's... Uh, a lot of fun. That's cool. And I know you were, you were all over that Akira uh, from Virtual Fighter. Yes, you have to unlock him, mind you. He's the last boss character. You have to unlock him. Yeah. And he's kind of hard to use, but hey, he's there, and he's fun, and you can't and I gotta say, too soon. Yeah, it's true. I gotta say, it looks fantastic. Probably one of the better-looking fighting games out there. Better-looking, you know, 2D anime-style fighting games. It's the artwork is superb. The the effects are amazing. It's a uh, it's an assist style game. So you you know you pick your character and then you pick your assists. And there's a lot of varied characters, anime style of course, and uh, and it's a lot of fun. So if you want to have something something new and exciting come out, you're gonna have to check out Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax. It's also a good intro for people that want to get into anime games but don't want to go all the way in. It's not quite at the Blaze Blue Guilty Gear level. And it's not Oof. quite on the low end where, say, Battle Fantasia is. So just give it a shot. Yeah. You know? just, just play it. It's, it's fun. It's coming out October 6th. We'll uh, post a link to an eHub article about it. And uh, anything else you want to add today, Dreaded? Uh, how much time do we have? How much time do we have? I think we got a, a couple more minutes in here if you want to throw something there. All right. Because let's talk about a little bit about Street Fighter V. Now, we're going to be talking about Street Fighter V a lot because it's the next big, huge flagship game that's coming out in like in the spring of 2016. But I like what I see so far. And being the dreaded challenger, I'm excited to get my hands on this Nikali character. And being the angry challenger, I'm excited to get my hands on this Nikali character. Yeah, the, the information is sparse, but from what it looks like, he's going to be He's going to be pretty savage. Um, he looks like he has a dive kick, a really vicious slam dunking looking uh, uh, command grab. And then when he hits his V trigger, he goes all evil. His hair goes all Yujiro Hanma. Yes. Watch Baki. Watch Baki. And he, he, looks, he looks like he's going to be awesome. I mean, everything I've seen 
it, it looks like I'm going to have a lot of fun with that game. And I'm really looking forward to these new characters. He's definitely going to be at least a pocket character for me. Uh, I might. Oh, I like think him. I think if not a main, at least a pocket. I mean, that guy, he looks cool. Yes, he does. And yeah, my, speaking of fitness, he makes me want to hit the weights. Yes, he. That dude is uh, beyond shredded. And let me let me say this much: we're going to be talking about Street Fighter Five a lot. I'm sure that when the game drops, we should have an entire series of podcasts about what we think about various characters in that game. But up until then, you're going to hear us talking about that game a lot. And Baki. Watch Baki. We'll be talking about that a lot Watch. as well. Watch it. So, yeah, you know, uh, you know, shout out to all you fit gamers out there. Shout out to all you not-so-fit gamers because we still want to play you. We still want them W, so we'll take them from anybody, you know, trying to get those points. <laughs> until then. Until uh, then. And until the next challenge. Until the next challenge. Peace out. Take it easy, guys.